Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Hola, <laughs> Cheetah. Cake top. Anyone's like, can you explain this gap in your resume? You know what you have to say, right? Say, no, I cannot. I signed an MDA. <laughs> Listen, this system... Career was, advice? The system was never built for us, so stop working for it, okay? Lie. I don't know what else to tell you. Man has a point. Put your three best friends as your references. It's so easy to fake an email account. You can Google Docs edit a pay stub, okay? Be gay, do crime, charge phone, eat hot chip, okay? None of this is permanent. You signed an NDA, so no, you cannot talk about that time. They can't even ask you follow-up questions on it. It's literally a get-out-of-jail-free card. One of the most common objections I get in sales is, I just need some time to think this over. So, how do you take this objection and turn it into a yes? One strategy is you actually want to agree with the prospect. And then follow up with what we call a soft ask. Check this out. There's something now, but I can think it over and let you know. Of course, 100%. Um, well, Michael, listen. Uh, how about this? Cards on the table. If you don't buy today, I'm going to kill your son. What? Your son, Aiden. He's in class right now. Recess in about 13 minutes. I chop his head off. What do you say? I swear to God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey! You're a good dad, right? You love your kid? Yes. yes okay, yes. so you're gonna buy our HR software today, right? Yes. Okay, yes. okay great, we've got a sale. Well, listen, brother, I'd shake your hand if we were in person, but uh, I guess a virtual fist bump will have to do, so. I'm gonna talk to my guys, we'll shoot you over. Hey, I don't think you're putting that back on the way you took it off. No. I was under the impression you asked me to do this because you didn't know how, but if you do know how, uh, by all means, help yourself. No, I don't know how, but I was trying to be helpful. Okay, well, you can be helpful by going and getting me a three-quarter-inch socket. What does that look like? Are you fucking kidding me? You can be helpful by grabbing me a beer. I can do that. Or grab two. One for me, one for you. No, if you're grabbing one for yourself, grab three. Actually, yeah, grab four. Okay, I'll be right back. Oh, fuck, I did put that on upside down. Chris, these Fast and the Furious movies are just getting bigger and better. So when you sat down to write this installment, were there certain elements you wanted to include? I want the cars to drive fast and then some of them explode. Oh, that sounds so great. Now, I believe we have a clip to show our audience at home. Can you set the clip up for us, Chris? Uh-huh. The car went out of the train, and then there's a hole in the train. Uh-huh. And then they, the car brought the box, then the police went after that, then... The, the, the box hit the cars and then it crashed into the ocean. Whoa! <laughs> Looks like this movie never slows and down. And it's not the time the car goes, and it's not the time it goes, ah! oh, oh, no spoilers, no spoilers. It's about diabetes. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Little girl? Yes, sir. I want you to do something very important, all right? Okay. I want you to run home, and I want you to call the ER of North Bank General Hospital, 932-1000. Tell them to set up OR6 immediately and contact anesthesiologist Isadora Turek, 472-2112, beep 12. Have them send an ambulance with a paramedic crew, light IV, D5 and W, KBO. You got it? ER, North Bank General Hospital, 932000, set up OR6 contact. Anesthesiologist is Joe Torque, 472211212B12. I'm being able to do it with Paramux and Larry, D5 and WKVL. That's good. 
Sounds like a subdural hematoma to me. Oh, it does, does it? Well, it's not your job to diagnose. But I thought... You thought, you thought, just go! Three years of nursery school, do you think you know it all? <laughs> wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Hi, I'm Al Harrington, president and CEO of Al Harrington's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man emporium and warehouse. Thanks to a shipping error, I am now currently overstocked on wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men, and I am passing the savings on to you. Attract customers to your business. Make a splash at your next presentation. Keep grandma company. Protect your crops. Confuse your neighbors. African American, hail a cab. Testify in church or just raise the roof. Whatever your wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man needs are. So come on down to Al Harrington's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man emporium and warehouse. Route two in Weekapaw. Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. with your fellow foos. Remember to pick up some swag at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com and follow F-O-O-Barshow on all of our socials and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, Steph? That's right. Steph, I'm pretty excited for today's show. You want to know why? Why? We just got back from Denver. We did. Yeah, it, yeah you were there. You were there. Uh, I wouldn't... I, <laughs> it should be flipped because I was intoxicated the entire time. Man, that uh, was a good trip that was a good trip you know despite some setbacks you know the the spirit behind going to denver was because uh we wanted to go see casa bonita's uh grand opening yes and they were supposed to be open back in may and that's still as of today that we released this on the 3rd of july on the year of our lord 2023 steph <laughs> <laughs> uh they've not uh they've it's like a lottery system for you to get in now yeah. When, and then when you get picked, you have to opt to buy tickets to get in. Um, now, I understand why. And I think that they they might be just reserving this for Coloradians, Coloradians, Colorado Knights. Um, and oh. right. Or then what do you well, I mean? I'm going to make it more more difficult by just saying Denverites or Denverites, Den Denver, Denverians, Denver, Den Denverians. No, no there's no they're nuggets. Okay. That's what they are. <laughs> Is that what we're calling them? I mean, the team did win. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations! Congratulations! You, you whooped Denver. the Lakers. Yeah, it was. Uh, I saw it coming. Uh, but anyway, getting back to it, uh, we were supposed to go to Casponita, and for those who aren't familiar, for those who've been living under a rock, for those who aren't cool enough to exist on planet Earth, yeah, ma. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> were you just gonna call it your mom? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Casponita was first introduced to us in a very popular episode of South Park where um, Cartman gets himself into some trouble by faking Butters' death by making Butters believe that the apocalypse has happened and then he imprisoned him in a, what was it, a, a refrigerator? 
for a few days. I have. I can't. Yeah, remember. I think it was, it was a refrigerator, and then he just dropped it off over at the dump. And so, of course, when Butters came out to find, you know, just garbage everywhere, he was. It, it kind of kept the the idea going that the apocalypse had happened. Anyway, Butters was on uh, the guest list for for Kyle's birthday party that was going to be happening at Casa Bonita, which is very popular amongst the Cartmans. And so Cartman was only was going to do everything possible to be a part of that guest list because it was only a finite amount of uh, people that Kyle can invite to this party. And so by eliminating Butters from the list, he can add himself to that car trip on his way to Casa Bonita in Denver. And, um, and so that episode introduced us to what it looks like in there, how awesome it is for a little kid to just kind of go to Casa Bonita. Um, it did it when I went there on my bachelor party week with the guys. It was it was awe inspiring. Like it just it looked exactly like the episode. There was cliff divers. There was a guy in a gorilla suit for absolutely no reason. <laughs> there was a uh, mariachi esque type of musical group playing under the canopy. Um, there is what was pointed out to us then and is now called the Cartman booth or the Cartman table mm. where he spends his time, you know, when he goes to Casa Bonita, he, he, he sits in that table and they do point that out. They pointed it out to us at least because that is the table that Matt and Trey used when writing some episodes or for uh, some times where he ended up taking his crew out just to eat. So that's like reserved for them. Um. I got to imagine that it is now because they, right. they've brought so much attention to the place. I'm sure by now, or if it wasn't for them, that place would have gone out of business years ago because they weren't doing any favors to themselves with that shitty food that they were serving for so long. It was so bad. As a Mexican <laughs> growing up in Southern California and recognizing, you know, what Mexican food really is. They were using like this shitty ass Velveeta cheese. Oh, no. To, to as your catch-all cheese option on all these Mexican dishes. Mm -hmm. So already that's diarrhea that's, you know, waiting to happen. There is... Uh, I forgot what I even got. I think I got some dry-ass rice, the runniest refried beans you can ever see. And I think I got some uh, just basic-ass tacos, which was just crunchy tacos, right? really, um, with beef in them and chicken and, and stuff like that. So it was very... Oh, and the dessert option was the worst. I mean, it was probably the tastiest and most edible option there because at least you know, oh, yeah, they ended up frying this and killing all the bacteria at some point. Oh, okay. At least they did that for you. <laughs> so, assuming, the, assuming the oil was at the right temperature. But it was like this combination of a churro and a bañuelo. Are you familiar with a bañuelo? Yes. A bañuelo is a deep fried... Um, uh, flour tortilla, uh, and th and they pretty much just sprinkle in uh, brown sugar all over it. It's a flat it. churro. Yeah, it's a flat churro, pretty much. So they, it's that consistency because uh, you know how like when flour and floury dough start to bubble up after being fried for so long, it becomes poofy, like puffy. Yeah, like a puffy flour, and um, but in the shape of a churro that's only about maybe two inches long, and you know they give it to you in, in like a little plate. And you just kind of eat it like that. Um, only because it had brown sugar on it. It was the tastiest thing. But it added to the next morning's diarrhea sessions. <laughs> Throughout the Airbnb, there was just uh, panic and pandemonium from a bunch of um, uh, hungover guys that really had to poo. 
bad and there was one bathroom and you know and it's the and it was the kind of diarrhea where it's just like you're fine one second you're fine you know you're you're enjoying your rem sleep mm-hmm. um it's uh you know the birds are chirping outside your uh older cousin is knocking on the door saying dab it up boys <laughs> and uh, you're like oh okay and then all of a sudden you just have to take a shit and if you don't get there in a finite amount of seconds and i think for me it was somewhere around 12 seconds had I gone the 13th second, Steph, we would have had a really bad weekend. And, and I would have made it everybody's problem. I promise. Get the fuck out of the bathroom Get right now. Every- I gotta take a shit. Oh my God, it's happening. And um, I, I think I would have been so overwhelmed with the need to not poop on the floor that uh, I would have figured out something. I would have probably gone outside and, and ruined the yard. I probably would have gone on in the sink. In the perhaps. trash can? It would have been a, uh, you know, uh, the bridesmaids. Have you seen Bridesmaids? 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 Yes. And of that course. Melissa McCarthy. The, that's my favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah, that makes it for me too. Where she's like running in a wedding dress that she's just trying on. It's not even hers yet. She's like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. Right, right. Shitting in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Steph. Um, so we couldn't get in, but mm-hmm. we at least took pictures from the outside. And right. then uh, we were just talking about how they spent $40 million renovating it. And from the outside, it's just like, they spent $40 million? Because <laughs> <laughs> all you can see from the outside is just the bright... Uh, bright Pepto-Bismol pink. That's, oh, yes. Uh, Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. Yeah. And it's cool because you would... When you think of Casa Bonita, you don't expect it to be like in this uh, shopping center. It's you, just a strip mall. Yeah. There's a Dollar Tree right next to it. Mm-hmm. And there's like a cool brewery that we went to. Um, man, we got a lot of drinks in Denver. We just went from bar to bar, brewery to brewery. And, we uh, did a lot of bar hopping. And, that's, uh, and that was a big help with the, uh, the bus system and the Lime scooters that were scattered about Denver. That yeah. really helped us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the lifts were hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we were in a uh, tornado warning. I think it was more, Steph, I think it was more that the lifts and Ubers were overwhelmed with the rain and hail that was happening at the time because mm-hmm. they kept canceling our trips. I think it had a lot to do with the weather. Uh, but we weren't expecting that part either where one of the one of the things that almost ruined even our experience going to, going to check out the Rockies-Dodgers game over oh, in, yeah. Over in uh, Coors Field was uh, trying to get there because of the rain. That game ended up getting postponed for... About an hour. I think an hour or so. Um, but if you look online, all of the, the video from the stadium, mm-hmm. from the staff that worked there, there's ice, just hail, two, three feet deep, yeah. that they had to shovel off of the, the stadium. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, dude, are we even going to see this game? What the fuck? Um, but it ended up being a good time because we ate beforehand. We had a couple tequila shots. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I had a pickle beer. How was that? Because I had a little taste and it was pretty much just like drinking pickle juice. It is exactly how you think it's going to taste. Like you're just drinking pickle juice that also has an (laughs) alcoholic content. Um, that, that's gross. That particular beer. It sounds gross. Good after you take shots. So I can see how it's made for drinking more than just beer like if you take a shot we had the tequila shot and i drank the beer uh, the uh-huh. pickle beer right away and it was like a good uh aftertaste 
Interesting. It's refreshing. It's like a pickleback. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, we did Casa Bonita. We were going to go to Red Rocks, but despite it raining all week, um, the two days that we were there, we decided not to go because it was going to be completely muddy. Mm-hmm. And like uh, one of our friends said, he was like, oh, well, even if we do get up there and hike, I don't think anybody's going to want to pick us up considering we're going to be full of mud. Right. And we might get stranded out there. So I was like, oh, okay, we'll just come back. Um, I think my favorite part was just walking around and then jumping on those lime scooters. <laughs> that was fun. Um, and it, our, our friend Gabriel, sorry, I'm, I'm downloading Mark Maples' shit right now, so you're probably going to hear this a couple more times. Um, our, one of our friends was holding on to this bag, uh, I'm sorry, this box of pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? That was like... I don't know, our object of the week. Okay. All sort of like a mascot, if you were to put a pizza box as a mascot. Right. Um, so we went to this Blue Pan Pizzeria, which specializes in their Chicago deep dish uh, type of pizza, which, oh my God, it's really good. So you have like different flavors. You can um, split the pizza flavors, you know, two flavors for a pizza, and then they dollop like really pretty ricotta cheese on top looks like little flowers oh so delicious it was really good it was tasty as fuck i was not doing keto the majority of this weekend i think i only really tried that first night yes but then all bets were off on saturday and i'm sorry on friday and saturday yeah at least you know it wasn't too crazy um but gabe couldn't finish his pizza so packed it in a pizza box and we had some time um, for like the rest of the night, we didn't want to go back to the Airbnb, so we just carried it around with us. Yeah, from bar to bar, and it got dropped a couple times. <laughs> and eventually, one at one point, we were all on the scooter, and Gabe drops the pizza box, and when he's just like, "Oh no, the pizza box!" I was like, "Just leave it." No, I gotta go back for it. Yeah, you know, it's like it became oh. very dramatic at a certain point because we all grew attached to the pizza box. Exactly. And then, you know, periodically, periodically, you know, open the box, take a bite of pizza, you know, put the back. And I was like, oh, my God, we're actually bringing food with us. Right. No. And it was was pretty funny. While we were very intoxicated. Yeah. Very intoxicated. The the best part was it was like a steady buzz throughout the entire uh, weekend because we would have a drink and then kind of walk around or, or go to the next spot maybe have a bite to eat in between. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a full on rager all at one spot. (laughs) It was a nice cruise Uh the entire time. And like Denver is a vibe, dude. Like you have, I like it, man. And you know what? Um, yeah, I, I love California and everything. Um, but fuck Denver. it, It has that nice purple state balance. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but even that aside, like it's clean. Not only yeah. is the air clean, which made us kind it's of lighter sick. though. <laughs> it's lighter. I don't trust air. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> the air is clean. The actual city is clean, and the surrounding cities outside of Denver. Yeah, it's actually really nice. They didn't allow their homeless population to get so out of hand like we did here in L.A. Yeah, and even I gotta even say the I.E. But uh, the I.E.'s I always been that. If you ask me, yeah, I the nine oh nine has always been shit on. You, you know what? My that, entire life. Side note: This is actually getting cleaned up because more people are moving east over here mm-hmm. in California. So it, you're going to see that cleaned up a yeah. lot within the next five, ten years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Denver, man. 
Denver man. Ooh, it was good. It was fun. We have to go back because we want to do the Red Rocks again. And we want to go see Casponita. Casponita. And I wouldn't mind seeing either the Nuggets play or uh, the Broncos play. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah. And uh, do they have a hockey team, do you think? Do they? I don't think so. Do and they? if they do, who cares? Am I right? Am I right? Nobody <laughs> even watches hockey here to begin with. <laughs> At least nobody on this show. Now, we love hockey. We love watching it. But um, only live. Oh, the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche. Well, there you go. Yeah, everybody was screaming at their speaker right now. Uh, anyway, Avalanche. Steph, um, so we want to give a, a little bit of an apology because last week we didn't have a show and we were just goddamn tired. Oh, my God. We were God. just so tired. I had played a show on Saturday night. Uh, we didn't go home till like 4 a.m. And we were doing a lot of the house chores. Yeah. And it just didn't work out. We were just like, I was exhausted. I was not down. The will to pod. Uh, now, and that gave me a good idea, too, because this is going to be happening a lot with the pod being uh, the way it is where we uh, release a new episode every Monday. We may end up shifting new releases to Wednesday, but not after. And I, I just want to give the, uh, the audience a little bit of a heads up. Not after uh, we have to go on a bit of a hiatus. Yes, Steph? Yes. And there might be an episode, you know, here and there kind of sprinkled about, and that'll just be a special presentation. But um, yeah, uh, Steph, congratulations to you. You got into PT school. I did. Yay. Yeah. And that's going to occupy a shit ton of your time. I will be pulling like 60 hour weeks between work and school. So I will unfortunately have to step away from the pod for quite some time. And I don't think anybody really is dig in to just hear me on here so um not for nothing i will uh be starting my uh voiceover work career if you will mm-hmm. i need to just develop a shit ton of reels for uh, a bunch of kinds of genres and you know audiobooks um i don't know announcer cartoon characters you name it i'm gonna i'm gonna make a shit ton of reels and start start like submitting to see what uh, kind of gigs I can get myself in. I'm pretty confident, especially now that I'm medicated. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think I have the... Um, welcome to your 30s. Yeah, welcome to your 30s. Um, I think I have the uh, situativeness to uh, do well in that industry, uh, considering, you know, it's one of those things where, it, it, you know, quote Cypress Hill, seems like a fun job, but it's still a job. It's, yeah. So... Uh, and, you know, in the meantime, I'm doing human resources recruiting as my main gig, but it, it allows me a lot of freedoms. So especially with the, the elbows I'll be rubbing with, mm-hmm. I'll be rubbing up against over in that industry, in the music industry, the music manufacturing industry. Consensually, of yeah. course. Of course. HR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to rub the wrong elbow, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, so, and that might happen in August, starting in August. So. In, uh, yeah. So you get a couple August. more episodes from us regularly. Maybe, Probably. Maybe. Maybe. If you're lo- Don't hold us to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got an excellent track record so far. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a year, man. And you know, it's a good problem to have as much as we have to apologize to everybody who's really counting on us to drop one every Monday. Uh, we haven't been really good about that this year. <laughs> we and you know we recognize that, and it's, and we don't want to keep doing that when we know that both of our schedules are just going to get that much more full. So, but again, not for nothing, you're improving your career. I'm going to start uh, exploring a new one, and uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Now, when shall we expect for the pod to return in its full form? If if that, Steph, 
Um, probably probably sometime next year. Uh, when when are your classes uh, up for this semester? So I'm up in December. Okay. So we can return in December at least. Okay, and that'll be another Re- season then. Yeah. So for another regular. You so know, this will be a very short season. It will. For it, this football yeah, show. it will. We might. We're gonna have a couple episodes. We might do like an end there. of year kind of wrap up episode to to at least try to bring us back into the new year. Yeah. Yeah. But we we're not even that. there yet. We're not we there haven't yet. really given it a whole lot of thought because we got a couple more for July. And then that'll be that'll be that. We'll kind of sign off for the rest of the year. Don't unsubscribe by any means. Don't unsubscribe us. But you know, you'll you'll know it. You'll know us when you see us appear back onto your feed. Onto yes. your podcasting feed. Yeah. Well, I'm you know, I'm still on social media, so I'll probably still oh, the, be yeah. using the Fubar show Instagram. And if if I can get like an impromptu um uh interview with a cool band, I'll throw it up. Yeah. But it'll just be that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll I just know. be that. We're just, you're hearing us just trying to have a personal this meeting This is right actually now. the first <laughs> meeting we've had on this. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, very, very much in its infancy, but uh, we're not, I don't, I don't plan that this would go away at any time. No, um, because I actually like the podcast and what it's done for us in the last couple of years. You know, we've gotten press passes. We've met a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to give it up. I mean, we're just going to be busy. Yeah. So we're just going to have to rearrange the schedule and then we'll come back. Word. Um, all right, moving on. We've got uh, some Manic Mark Maples messages on Mondays. Steph, he sent this on Wednesday. So let's see what he said. Okay. Yes, I am driving <laughs> as I'm always driving when I leave these messages. But currently I'm not in California. I'm driving from Kalamazoo, Michigan, to Chicago, Illinois. The reason I'm calling, though, is about your upcoming trip to Denver, Colorado. Hmm. If you should go, uh, stop in at the High Dive on Broadway, and perhaps you'll see my bartender from 10 years ago. Maybe, maybe not. He's probably dead by now. Um, When I tried to order from him, he gave me a hands-up sign, told me to, like, wait without talking, turned around, put some coke on his thumb and did a rail and asked me how he could help me. You'll also know him when you look at his forehead right over his eyebrow. He has the word rim jobs tattooed over it. So have fun. Talk to you later. Mark, uh, there is no way in fucking hell this guy is still alive. No today. Way. Ten years ago, bro, this guy is is he's, he's dead in the ground. He's six feet under. Yeah. If that. If that. Rim um, job. That uh, I mean, you know, it sounds like this guy probably wouldn't even warrant an open casket funeral. Is all I'm saying. He's sleeping with the fishes right now. In fact, yeah, he fell. <laughs> That's what happened. He fell into the river. <laughs> all right, what else he got? Speaking of bad taste in your mouth, this 21 year old boy goes into a bar and it orders five shots of whiskey and just slams him down. And the bartender says, oh, slow down, man. You don't need to drink it that fast. Because you don't understand it. Just have my first blowjob. Well, in that case, let me get you another one. He goes, no way. If the first five shots didn't get rid of the taste, nothing will. Oh. <laughs> How dare you only mention one half of Wham, just George Michael. What about Andrew Ridgely? My God, he had the album The Son of Albert. Go listen. I mean, if you're asking me, man, yeah, what about him? But, Steph, you might have an opinion. Um, no, <laughs> no, I'm going to listen to him whenever I want. 
and mention him whenever I want. Okay. Are you a fan? Like, I'm not a fan of Wham. That's why I couldn't care less about... I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm not, not going like to shit on it. No, I'm not like a super fan. Right. But I like him. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm to the... I'm really much in the middle, like, where you don't care. But, you know, to somebody who cares, it might be a little um, aggressive when I when I say that if they come on the radio, I am changing the station. That's where I'm at with Wham. It depends. Like, I do like their music, but sometimes I have to be in the mood for it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not feeling it, I'll just, I'll switch it. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Mark, uh, for uh, phoning in. No, uh, you know, we didn't listen to that message um, prior to going, but I'm going to tell you right now, man, we probably still would have not gone. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, also considering we were very intoxicated. I don't think we were going to be that organized. uh, Actually, we were. Yeah? Yeah. Between you navigating... Uh, well, there was five of us and we were all like, we were taking turns kind of picking the next place to go. Yeah. So it actually worked out. That's true. That's true. Sorry, Mark. All right. You want to get into geeking out? Let's do it. All right, Steph, we got two things we need to talk about, and you pick which one goes first, Godzilla or flying cars? Um, let's do the flying cars first. Okay, flying cars. Uh, the thing that's been promised to us ever since we uh, could absorb media of any kind, where it promised that by the time it was about 2023, like we're in now, that we would have jetpacks and we would have flying cars. Now, I don't think we're at the jetpack part yet unless you're in the military well yeah and water jet packs don't really count no they don't um and the fan man doesn't count remember that fan man with the huge fan <laughs> that entered the stadium in it that was stupid um and also mo did it on yes the Simpsons. yes he did that's where i remember it from <laughs> um all right flying cars so uh for those who aren't aware there's been this kind of breaking development where aleph uh aleph right is the name of this aleph? company aleph uh, they've have uh they have gotten the approval and certification for their flying car and you can get your staff for the low low price of three hundred thousand dollars oh that's a deal right there yeah and um let's see i, I have a video uh, i pulled it up on youtube here that's kind of it's gonna sort of explain what their concept is gonna look like and, uh, and then we'll try to also paint the picture afterwards. Let me play it. California-based sustainable electric transportation company Olive Aeronautics announced that the company's Model A flying vehicle received special certification from the United States Federal Aviation Administration. This marks the first time a vehicle received legal approval from the U.S. government to operate on the air. The FAA developed regulations for the electric vertical takeoff and landing aircrafts and how the eVTOL's interface with ground infrastructure works. Fortunately, Aleph received a GO signal from the company by receiving special airworthiness certificate. However, this will restrict areas and objects for which Aleph may fly once the operations start. This recognition from the government will help the company to move close to bringing people an environmentally friendly and faster commute, which saves individuals and companies much more hours in a week. Aleph aims to use innovative technology to elevate its offerings that secure the driver or passengers above regular traffic, 
enabling quicker, simpler travel, and reducing urban congestion during driving. Eight propellers housed inside a body as big as automobile will launch the vehicle vertically when needed. The initial Model A should have a payload of roughly 200 pounds or 90.7 kilograms. Make sure that this will already include the passenger and luggage included in the vehicle. Though the vehicle's top surface, it will allow air to move through the flying car. Aside from its unique design, Model A has only been tested on tiny prototypes. This will rotate the body of the vehicle 90 degrees around its long axis to change from upward to forward flight. Spinning will make the higher wing on one side of the body while the lower wing is on the other side. Aleph also clarified that the Model A flying vehicle is compatible with the city's existing parking and transportation systems, which will only require a simple drone license. The company plans to start production and make its first batch of deliveries by 2025 in the fourth quarter. The Model A is a clear modern solution for transportation needs for both urban and rural, needed in the 21st century since it is the fastest and most convenient transport ever created from the point of origin to the final destination. Once the driver enables to choose driving or flying mode, this will allow the optimal path depending on road conditions, weather, and infrastructure. Meanwhile, Aleph works on other vehicles like the Model Z which contains a seating capacity of up to four people with a $35,000 beginning price that is expected to debut in 2035. Compared to the Model A, the vehicle starts at a $300,000 beginning price. So the 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 car itself like the body of the car looks like it's going to be just some clear metal mesh that just to give it the shape of the car because when it lifts you up you're in a bubble that can only really hold two people there's not much of like if it's really much for commuting like if you're trying to haul something or i mean good luck getting groceries to fit in that thing too you know there's no grocery space yeah. It looks like a box fan on wheels. And even then, um, the bubble kind of stays intact where you're, you're level, but the car begins to rotate 90 degrees so that the bottom is showing, is showing, right? The bottom of the car then is, is showing forward. Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. explaining that right? The top of the car is now behind you. And so, it, you know, it's kind of like vertical in that way and it's flying through the air that way. Um, and so it's it's very much like uh, the drone technology, you know, the fans that are scattered about the body of the car. I'm, yeah, I understand that it's going to be like battery operated because you won't have the, the weight of gas would be too great. Right. So the battery option is the only way to go. But I'm just wondering how loud that's going to be. Well, you got to figure the, you know, hel- a helicopter is pretty goddamn loud. Yeah. Um, drones, are drones loud? What drones? Can, yeah. Drones I mean, have they, that like buzzing sound, but so, you have to think about like a drone is only like three feet big for like those type of like personal right, size consider drones. Consider the decibel level of your average truck, like the engine of that. Maybe if they did something where the decibel level isn't so harsh on that kind of buzzing, I think people would just get used to it. It's like, oh, here comes a flying car. That's the sound the flying cars make. Well, the reason why a lot of items that are, or vehicles that are propelled with a propeller hmm. are loud is because of the wind. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not just the... Um, What's the propeller cutting through the wind? Yeah. It's making and, all that noise and then the engine and itself. Then the, and the draft itself that, right. you know, right. is left by the wake of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. 
That's why planes are so loud. Right. Anyway, um, $300,000. Are you down? No. You're not down? No. What about the other one coming out in like 10 years? Uh, the one that could seat up to four people. Maybe at that point you can go get your groceries and put them on the, on the seats, you know? Uh, but yeah. you know what sucks? Well, actually, no, because it's going to be in the bubble with you in the cargo space. Um, but if there was an option for a trunk, good luck getting things to stay put because yeah. it's going to be turning. Well, because I think you're thinking of a gyrosphere. Am I? Yeah. Where the center of it does not rotate. Mm-hmm. Everything rotates around you. So that's what it looks like. The car's rotating around you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we talked about that. That's cool. Something to look forward to in the future. Um, I don't really see myself buying the first wave. I wouldn't. Just like anything else, really. Nope. But um, Godzilla? Godzilla. Oh, yes. Your boy Godzilla. Boy Derp. So Pluto TV, which is this free streaming service. It's its own channel. It's its own channel. It, It does have commercials. So you have to go. You have to watch out for that. So that's probably why it's free because you know advertisements and such. Mm-hmm. Um, has a dedicated channel for all the Godzilla movies, including the hard to find ones. And so, who are these guys owned by? Pluto, I would imagine Pluto TV, Sony, Pluto. Oh, no. that's a good question. Uh, Here, I'll type it in. But uh, we were going to show oh, us. No, I wasn't going to show anything. I was just. You know, if you go onto Pluto TV, it's already going to start playing something for you. And then below it is a list of channels that you can actually... Paramount. Oh, Paramount. They're owned by Paramount. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but it's very tasteful old movies and TV shows, huh? Yeah. It's like a good collection of, of all the good stuff from throughout the years. So if we just go to like live TV... What are they playing right now? They're Saving playing Private Saving Ryan. Private Ryan. You can go to Featured and select something like that. You can go to Movies and it has like a Terminator, Top Gun. Not the new ones, but the old ones. Mm-hmm. You know, like old. They're not going to have the very new uh, movies. Yeah, this is kind of like a good nostalgia type of channel um, that's completely free and you can access. I mean, and they have some really pretty top-notch fucking movies in here. Like we just saw that they had Anchorman. Um, uh, yeah, they have sports, they have TV shows, right. um, gaming and anime. You're not going to get like a whole lot of selection. But if you're good with Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, uh, like all all of the old ones. Yeah. One Piece, Josh is still trying to get us to watch it. All nope. Thousand plus episodes. Sorry, Josh, that's just not going to happen. <sighs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Josh. But yeah, it's free. It's completely free. And I know you have a long weekend this weekend. So after you listen to this pod, jump on Pluto TV. Yeah, you're going to have tomorrow off. Yeah. And while you're waiting for it to get dark and you Are know, you, do those fireworks, uh, you know what watch some Godzilla. If, I, I feel sorry for the poor bastards who have to go in on Monday and then they have Tuesday off. Like what a what a wash of a week. Huh, not How me. Unnecessary. Yeah, you still have to go in. I, yeah, it never ends. But uh, after this, you know, I invited my cousin over and we're, we're, we're going to throw on some Godzilla 2000. That's the one that came out very closely with the Matthew Broderick Godzilla <laughs> that everybody hated. But the Godzilla 2000 is very much in the old type of Godzilla type of movie making guy in a suit, you know, those, yeah. it's Japanese and it's dubbed. And uh, we're going to check that out. I haven't seen that movie in the longest time. But to date, 
that remains my favorite Godzilla movie. Really? Yeah. So I think uh, I think you guys are in for a treat. Have you ever seen it? No, this Godzilla one I have 2000? not. That's not even one we've talked about. I think in uh, mm. in Podzilla we never got that far in that run. No, Podzilla we just did the show and era, mm. and we stopped. Uh, yes, and then yeah. we stopped. And then there was a whole another era, but we couldn't find those movies, which is why they we stopped. Kind of, right. we took a hiatus on it. Um, but gonna, now you know I what? think they're going to be over here on Pluto TV. I think we're going to have to do a Podzilla. Oh my! We're going to have to do a Podzilla. That's okay. what we're going to have to do. That might be something we put together for um, our hiatus. We, yeah, there's no excuses now because now Pluto TV has all the Godzilla movies. Right. Well, there you have it. Foo's looking at you. Come over. <laughs> all right, Steph. Well, I think that's going to do it for Geeking Out. What do you say? That's it. No! Well, Steph, I wanted to start with just some uh, quick music news. Um, did you know that Corn has finally arrived at a uh, sneaker collaboration <gasps> with Adidas? I heard about that. <laughs> finally. Only 30 years later. Why so soon, guys? Why so soon? Oh, my God. For those who aren't familiar, Corn has a song called Adidas, but it's all... Um, it's a... Uh, hey, what does it stand for? It stands for All Day I Dream About Sex. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And do you know why that song was written? Why? Um, I think the lead I think lead singer actually worked at a uh, shoe place. Oh, yeah? And then that's where he got the idea. Oh, because he was just he, yeah. daydreaming? Yeah. Looking at the Adidas? Yeah. It's like, huh. <laughs> All day I dream about sex. That's right. where it that's came from. That's what it stands for. There you go. But yeah, man, uh, are you going to get your own pair there, Steph? You know, if it's a an- Adidas, I don't know. You buy Adidas, don't you? I no, I don't. You haven't in a while. No, I don't buy Adidas. I don't. What do you buy? I, I've never had Adidas. I either buy Vans, Pumas. Pumas. That's Pumas. the one I do. Either That's Vans or buy. Pumas or Nikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are my three go-to's. Yeah. Well, um, up next, I saw this. I thought it was pretty silly. I think um, I love Slipknot. I I love everything that they did for their time. Um. And Corey Taylor is probably one of the most um, gifted musicians and performers out there. He has an outstanding voice for any genre, he, but specifically here for metal and, and new, new metal like Slipknot. He's saying that he has probably another five years left of physically touring like this. And five years? Yeah, and I think he's, he's only 49. Ugh. And I'm just like, bro... Take some tips from like the dudes from Metallica who are well into their 50s, probably already in their 60s. What about the Rolling Stones who are in their 80s? And what about like Bruce Springsteen who they come out and they do it like they, they're they not just standing there. You know what I mean? Oh, Bruce Springsteen putting on a four hour show. Yeah, that guy ruined it for the rest of them. <laughs> he ruined it. And that's what Paul McCartney said when he was on um, on, on Conan O'Brien's uh podcast he's yeah. just like yeah bruce springsteen ruined it for everybody because everybody was only really used to playing maybe 30 minutes and he just had a, a long list of people playing at one show yeah and each one got 30 minutes to play and then you know shifting the equipment around for the next guy those are the kinds of shows that you got you know back in the 50s 60s maybe even some of the 70s uh but now um 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to, th- to make that to make of that because he's really saying that his uh, physicality and the quality of his performances are going to suffer when his body starts to go on him. Mm. But I'm like, dude, if you just if you just keep it healthy, keep that voice and keep that body healthy, and you're you're going to be all right. Maybe he should. You know, there is there might be an option for longer breaks mm-hmm. between shows, not like back to back, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Just do less of them. L- do. L- Less of them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, I mean, if he's feeling it, then he's unless, feeling it. Unless he's... Uh, unless there's something else going on, right? That he's not telling us, right? Hmm. Yeah. Never know. Steph, uh, lastly, I wanted to bring up that uh, Fall Out Boy has remade a version of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Have you oh, heard it? Oh, I heard a part of that. Let me see if I can pull it up here, but um, I wasn't planning on playing it. But I did want to give everybody kind of an idea. But he, so he, uh, Pete Wentz, the follow boy, discussed the uh, the updated version of what they're saying is uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire um, because he, you know, he goes out of his way to um, to say that, you know, they didn't really mention COVID because everybody's already talking about COVID. Right. But in a way, you know, I think, and, and it happened to me too. When I first heard the song, We Didn't Start the Fire, it was one of those songs where it, it gave you a lot of references that you kind of had to look up, at least when I was a kid. When I heard the song, I was like, what does it mean by this? And then I would Google it. What does it mean by that? And it kind of taught me some things. And so... Right, because we didn't live it. Yeah, we didn't live it. Like, they were, those were old histor- historical things that happened to baby boomers and Gen Xers. Right, right, right. And now uh, there's this updated millennial version, and I am looking it up. Let me see. It's called We Didn't Start. I seriously thought this was going to be like a parody the first time I heard it, but then I thought, then I realized, oh, no, they actually wrote this song. Right. And And released it. And released it. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Pete Wentz, We Didn't Start the Fire. Nope. All right. Fall Out Boy. Uh Uh-huh. And... Here it is. There it is. All right. Let's see what we got. We're probably going to get in trouble on YouTube for it. kind of in their own genre and li- they are uh, talking about shit that happened i like how they started it from that point it's mm. almost like they're doing it chronologically yes did you catch that yes but now they they did admit though in the interview that they're not doing it uh, there's going to be some things that aren't perfectly chronological right in order because uh, it just and, sounds better a certain way yeah because they needed the rhyme yes yeah so um i thought i thought this was pretty cool so if you got a, if you get a chance to uh, here I'm gonna turn it off all the way, but if you get a chance to check this out, um, check it out and see and let us know what you think because um, at first I was a little torn because I'm like all right this is cheesy as fuck, but then I started hearing I was like okay those are clever choices on what mm-hmm. to put and another thing that they point out in their interview was that um, they were just like 
we've been talking about this kind of concept or idea for the longest time and how we were hoping that somebody would do it as a parody. Maybe like a Weird Al or mm-hmm. or somebody on Comedy Central or something like that. And there's just like, and nobody has done it yet. So we're just <laughs> like, well, let's just fucking do it. And so they did it. And yeah. that's uh, Fallout Boys. We didn't start the fire. Um, so are they claiming it as a parody? They or are not. They are claiming it as a legit kind of um, we didn't start the fire it's, universe. It's a remake. <laughs> remake. Yeah. You know, I can see other bands doing this from other countries with, you know. With their, their references? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have started something, but we'll see. It's the modern day American English speaking corrido. Oh, Okay. You know how like in poetry you get like stanzas or you know what kind of what kinds of poems exist out there? Like haikus? Haikus, that's one. Um you get the the Shakespeare uh prose, the quart, prose, the quartet? Sure. Stanzas? Yeah, all that shit. So this is a type of <laughs> poem, type of, you know. Yes. Structure to uh to a storytelling. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Let's put w- your little spin on it. That took way too long to get to. You were thinking about it. I was. Because you don't know time. a lot about literature. Not anymore. Not since I left high school. But uh, yeah, man, that is going to uh, wrap it up for us uh, for the show. No. No? You I already. Something? Oh, God damn it. I told you I wanted to talk about oh, this. Okay, let's talk about it. Um. So we were in Denver and a lot of our Uber drivers, Lyft drivers were listening to country music (laughs) and it was just like, no, there has to be other bands that have come out of Colorado or Denver and, you know, that we know of. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, who do I know that's been on the radio that's come out of that state? Right. So I couldn't think of one. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I could either. What you can't think of one? I don't know. Can I? Can you? I don't know. I am going to let you know right now that there are three bands that we hear all the time that have come out of Colorado. Fuck out of here. And one of them is, and we played them on this show, is Nathaniel Radcliffe and the Dude, Night Sweats. And and in one of the bars that we went to, they were pretty much they, playing their entire album. Exactly. Like, oh, and that you makes sense. It out. The Lumineers. Oh, that's right. The Fray. They're from Denver? They are from... Uh, no, they're, they're from Colorado. Uh, not specifically but Denver. Okay, yes. right, that area. Uh, One Republic. Republic. Oh. Oh. They went to high school in Colorado. And then there's some like upcoming bands. Okay. Um, Anybody I've heard of? Keep scrolling. Probably Keep not. Keep scrolling. Probably not. Big gigantic is like a electric band. Okay, the flow. Okay. Oh, the Flowbots are out of Denver. Oh yeah, Flowbots. Oh, for fuck's sake, the legendary Flowbots with their handlebar song. So remember that shit? Oh, it was everywhere. It didn't need to be. It didn't. It didn't need to be anywhere. And so I was looking. But I dug it. I was looking up was. the t- the style that comes out of Denver mm. or Colorado in particular, and they are that more mountainous shit. They are more heavy on the folk yeah. side. Yeah. So that's why you have a lot of these bands have a similar style to it. Have a earthiness. To yes, them. very acoustic. Um, other than that, they're going to go like mm-hmm. straight to like electronic. Um, 303 is another band that comes mm-hmm. out of Colorado. Okay. They're electric band. Um, 
Yeah. That's that's uh, your Denver bands or your Colorado bands for you. Yeah. See, nobody knows anything about their music scene. <laughs> Way to go, Denver. Just learn just something new. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the music highlights. Whoops. Not that one. Just pretend I scratched it. Huh? Cause, oh, here it is. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Steph, uh, come on back next week. All right. Right? Yeah. Next week should be fun. Ooh, we're going to go to a speakeasy on the weekend. Yeah. On Saturday? Speakeasy? Would it be considered a speakeasy? I don't know. Are we allowed in? We are. But it's one of those like novelty places in LA. Speakeasy. Where I saw it on on Instagram and you have to text a number and they have to invite you. But it's like, you're really not. I, I feel like you're not really being invited. Like you're going out of your way to make a reservation with extra steps. Okay. And so apparently like there's no walk-ins or anything. You, um, you have to go through like this whole Texas number and then you have to ask a couple, answer a couple questions. And then when you get there, um, they're supposed to give you like, um, I think the draw to it is they give you like a tarot card and that's where you're sitting. And then they give you, uh, three different types of spirits and three different types of cocktails. Oh. And it's supposed to be spooky haunted theme. And I was like, well, I'm down for that. So we're going to do that on Saturday and uh, report back. Okay. Um, all right. I'm looking forward to spending that much more money. It's already been paid for. Sick. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tastes better because it's free. It does. It really does. <laughs> My God. All right. Uh, Is that it? That's it. That's it. All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you all so very much for listening into the Foo Bar Show. And a special thanks to you, Foos, who subscribe, rate, review, and share the pod with your fellow Foos. Remember to pick up some swag at FooBarShow.com. That's FWOBarShow.com. And follow FWOBarShow on all of our socials. And we'll foo it up like a couple of Foos. I've been Josie. And Steph. Signing off saying don't be a dick. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. Hola, cheetah. Cape Town.